Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Are you like me and thought one day, I want to start a podcast? Well, it's easy. All you do is go to Anchor FM and sign up for free. Then all you do is you can record from your computer or your phone. And next thing you know, all you do is upload your episode. And then like magic, Anchor just goes and releases it everywhere to Apple, to Spotify. You name it, it releases it there. It's easy. It's simple. It's fun to use. And like me, I'm not very technical oriented. Again, easy. Not like the rapper, but it's easy. If you get what I mean. So again, go to Anchor FM, sign up. And uh, start being a content or podcast creator today. no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to My Third Eye. Alright, welcome back to another episode of My Third Eye. This episode I have uh, a good friend of mine, you've heard him on Talk at the Tavern a couple times, Actually, a few times. Um, this gentleman, his name is Ron Weed. He uh, he runs the Imaginarium of Thought po- podcast uh, along with two childhood friends, uh, where they they discuss a lot of a lot of stuff to get you thinking. So uh, go check his podcast out, and I hope you enjoy this information. It's it's full of uh, some really interesting stuff. Uh, he gets into a little bit of the, uh, gematria. Um, which you can look up and, and, you know, discover yourself. And a lot of stuff that his, his dad, um, 
might have been into and what he's experienced with the uh with the aliens and and everything else so uh if you like this podcast please share tell a friend or share and tell a friend um go to apple itunes give me a five-star rating and review also don't forget to uh Go find Kelly Fitzchizzle on Instagram and get yourself some curcumin. Uh, this stuff has helped me tremendously in, in more ways than just my tennis elbow. I mean, the energy that I have during the day, I don't get the two o'clock lull. Uh, my sleeping, I mean, I, I don't wake up in the middle of the night unless I have to take a, 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 a leak every once in a while. Um, but I mean, I, it's amazing. My, my wife, who wasn't setting out to lose any weight has lost about 14 pounds uh since being on this so you know it helps with uh, weight loss appetite and what have you so if you don't want to find her on uh on instagram just go to uh https dot forward slash forward slash www.vitify.info forward slash forward slash link forward slash store forward slash kelly joy wellness again I will not repeat that. Just hit rewind and, and you, you can hear it again. So uh, make sure you, you, you go show her some love. Um, order yourself some. You won't regret it. Uh, also, uh, five-star rating and review. Um, I appreciate everybody that has been giving me um, s- some reviews. And you, they make my day. I, I, can't, I can't lie. Um, I got... I got an awesome five-star review the other day, and it's from uh, Julie Lindsay, uh, is what, what the name goes by. I spoke with her today um, on uh, DMs on, on Instagram, but she says, I love the show. I'm enjoying the interesting, or I'm, I'm enjoying the interest in natural health care. Keep, keeps getting better. I used to be a Ronin, but now I'm a ghost with a winky face. Thanks for keeping it real. Peace. And thank you for giving me that those kind words. Uh, I, I I can't say enough. So, on that note, give me give me anything you got, positive or negative. You know, tell me where I can improve. Where I, I you know, obviously I'm I'm not perfect. So, having said that, my third iPod at gmail.com. Um, hit me up with some topics. Uh, I'd really like to do a dumb deep under mili- deep underground military base episode with somebody. So if you have any information on that, you know, hit me up. Uh, my Third Eye Podcast on Instagram, t.me forward slash My Third Eye Pod. And YouTube, go go give Lines of Destiny and Gary Wayne uh, a follow, uh, well, not a follow, but uh, a watch over there on my YouTube page, My Third Eye Podcast. So um, having said that, share, like, tell a friend, enjoy the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, I have a very special guest. Uh, you've probably heard him on other podcasts and uh, some interviews. Uh, he has a very unique story uh, to do with uh, gray aliens and and a whole bunch of other um, awesome secret military you know knowledge and and stuff to drop. Um, I will give the mic over to Ron. Um, he can introduce himself and let him tell you where you guys can go and find him. He's also started up a, a new podcast or getting back into it again and uh, brought his 
a childhood friend on to do uh, to do it with him. So curious to see how this this new adventure is going to go for him. I'm excited for him and and can't wait to to see the content that you know he's going to be creating and putting out there because I know his story alone uh, blows my mind. Because when I first reached out to him to have him on the tavern. I, he, he was like, oh, do you know my story? And then he kind of told me, I'm like, oh, you're that fucking guy. Yeah, I have heard your story. So on, on that introduction, I give you Ron. Hey, how's it going, man? Appreciate you having me on, talking and everything and uh, sharing my story with you. Um, even though you've already heard about with your audience, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm starting a new podcast called The uh, Imaginary Thought. Uh, of thought with um, two childhood friends of mine, and uh, I, and it's uh, I've been blessed to have a cool circle of friends that aren't like pieces of shit people that <laughs> I can't trust. You know, <laughs> exactly need that. Uh, and uh, we're all three of us are uh, consider Savannah, Georgia, our hometown, which is um, I don't know if you know, it's uh, considered one of the most haunted cities in America, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just. It's a city built on top of uh, many, many graves. It's and uh, from Indian burial grounds to you know slavery burial grounds, plague burial grounds, and also uh, you know aristocrat families, southern families going to war with each other, <laughs> and uh, you know that that happened too. Just um, so it's a cursed city to say with the paranormal and the supernatural and kind of stuff. So we're uh, hoping to kind of bring that vibe out into a podcast nice and and the crazy thing is savannah is so beautiful it's like even when you step into savannah in certain parts i've only been through there maybe a couple times in my life but it just and and it never actually got a tour toward the town or the city or whatever and hopefully one day i will but man just it, it's like stepping back in time you know you see the the, the old willow trees and the, you know, the, the moss, I forget what it's called. Is it Spanish moss that comes? Spanish moss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, man, I, I, I could see the attraction of why, you know, the, the early settlers, you know, wanted and gravitated towards there and why wars were probably, you know, fought aristocratically. And obviously, you know, um, our indigenous people that were unfairly treated during that time as well. But, uh, Man, it, it is. It's a beautiful place, and you can't beat Southern hospitality and Southern cooking. So, I mean, yeah. you, got it, you got it all in one city. It's it's great. Yeah, it's pretty nice. And, um, and going into the Spanish moss thing, uh, there's even uh, one of our squares because because it's kind of built like that. It's still old squ- squares and old timey. You walk through there, and you you feel like you're uh, walking through the beginning of uh, the roots of America. You know, basically down here in the south and. Uh, um, one of the squares, the Spanish moss doesn't grow on any of the trees. Really? Yeah. And, uh, botanists from around the world come there to try to explain it and, and nobody has an explanation for it. So, but, you know, locals, we all believe it's, uh, has something to do with the whole supernatural element. Like maybe that's some sort of a portal or okay. something. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, or maybe the, that, that square's like been cursed or something that, you know, went yeah, been cursed. Mm-hmm. that's interesting i didn't know that that's that's wow you know you yeah there's a bunch botanists of would be able to you know pinpoint why and da, da, it, but they have no clue so you know it, that leaves the, the the mind to imagine anything mm-hmm. and it goes in with uh what we talked about on the tavern that one time uh uh where we were going into like the chi energy mm. and stuff like that Western science, uh, when you try to explain that, you can't really because uh, it goes against 
what's what's structured here you know what we understand to kind of understand it you have to take in some sort of eastern mysticism yep to be able to explain these kind of sciences so maybe sometimes these unexplainable sciences um are left that way because uh there's uh not a uh willing you're not willing to uh put the spiritual aspect into it yeah. or the unknown aspect like there is even that famous uh, harvard uh scientist um who uh professor scientist and professor who was talking about that uh giant rock uh floating in outer space that looks like a spaceship mm. I um, and that. yeah and he says uh the way you know the sciences of how it's propelling and stuff like that into space um it's not a floating rock and his colleagues aren't willing to back him up because it makes them look bad <laughs> uh, <laughs> god forbid you go against a narrative yeah so uh it, it it's it that's what struggles in the science community as a uh, long career scientist uh don't want to have to backtrack on what they tell people <laughs> right because you know it's, it's even like now with the the whole scandemic and what have you you know, if they start admitting, you know, oh, I don't want to look bad because everything I, I told you was a complete bullshit made up lie. And just to put you in a state of fear. And, you know, here we are going on two years later and they're still saying, oh, you can catch the original. No, you can't. No, you can't. It's long gone. And, and any any strain from that gets weaker every time, not stronger. But but hey, thanks. So, you know, I'm going to trust your your science. Yeah. And it's 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 cr crazy how that how that works and and it's i mean i don't know how the majority of sciences work if you told me how the how we're talking on through this telephone right now i have no fucking idea exactly <laughs> you know? like, oh, if somebody duh. else what yeah <laughs> you know yeah. if uh that person those people who know how it works if they're long and gone everyone's screwed it's just gonna fade away mm -hmm. into history <laughs> well, well look even back in the day when the fax machine came out like it took an image, okay, and then went through the 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 landline, like the old dial-up landline, and then created an image on a piece of paper somewhere across the country. And just that, like thinking of that, you know what I mean? It's like, how does it, I, I couldn't even begin to tell you how it happens, let alone sitting here on a Zoom meeting, talking to one another in different states, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it, it, but going back to the whole, whole you know, um, science versus you know western mysticism i've personally cheat up my energy so i know it works you know what i mean so i don't yeah. need a scientist mm -hmm. to sit here and say oh well uh that can't happen because it this or that or it can no i know it happens because a i am made of energy and that is what my chi is and it, i tapped into it and you know it, they, they don't want us to have that knowledge yeah and uh i feel like that's what the whole uh, secret society thing is 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 a bunch of these people who who are talking the way we're talking about chi energy and or what it, they might call it vril or they might call it something else mm -hmm. but they're they're speaking in these kind of ways except on uh in the public they're acting like oh i don't believe any of that shit you know right. what i mean i don't yeah. believe that shit while in privacy they're, they're doing it and that's why um uh you know, we know with the Rockefellers, you know, uh, or was it the uh, Rockefeller who um, he changed up the whole uh, education system? Mm -mm, yeah, I believe it was the Rockefellers. Yeah. And, and he Did, said uh, there'll be no more poets and no more, you know, yeah. 
big and thinkers. And then gave us modern medicine and everything else that is a complete sham. Yeah. <laughs> and that's to keep all of that knowledge to themselves. Like, honestly, I feel like this whole thing of uh, giving us the metaverse and trying to keep us inside is uh, so that way we're not uh, us dirty peasants aren't out there taking up their space, you know, <laughs> so right. they can go ride their bikes and in peace and not have to look at any dirty poor people. Yeah. <laughs> and they forget there there's more of us than them. Not that I'm inciting a, a, a riot or anything, but you know, one day, hopefully though, I, I don't know. I love what's going on in Canada. I know there's controversy over it, but uh, people, I, I would have never thought the Canadian people would, would be standing up the way they are because you know, and it's no, no offense to, to, to any Canadian, you know, you're friends with Davey Wavy. I am too, mm-hmm. but Canadians are always generally classified as, as a very, I don't want to say docile, but just more laid back and not wanting to confront or, you know, gain any type of negative attention. And here they are leading the North Americas in the biggest protest that is going on right now, probably in the world in the world yeah i mean uh and you know with the whole canadians like i think there's that famous movie uh planes trains and automobiles where mm-hmm. john candy or something he was writing fuck canada and all this kind of stuff on the side of the truck and yeah. he gets pulled over and they're like hey can you at least write it in uh french canadian so we can understand or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that movie that that's a classic yeah. Yeah, so that you always got that vibe about the Canadians, you know, they're rough and tough and they're always looking to fight, but, but they'll help you to, you know, at the same time. They, you know, they're quick to help and be generous and stuff, you know. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, um, I, I feel like uh, they're really losing their grip. I, I feel like that's why the whole thing now, where have you heard in the UK they're going to try to make a, conspiracy talk or anything going against the narrative to be uh punishable by imprisonment but at the same time the mainstream news isn't affected by the same laws oh wow shocker that's kind of like when uh the what what it was at the the smith month act got got uh revoked under obama and now you can use propaganda in in the media it's like and you tell people yeah it's nothing but propaganda no it's not it's news no it it really isn't (laughs) but uh, yeah because even that time uh, shit though there was a there was a uh recording from a uh weapons testing site and uh msnbc or one of the news channels uh used that footage and started claiming that we were going to war with iran and this is like them shooting at each other and shit like that yeah. and it ended up being just weapons testing footage and they're like oops sorry yeah <laughs> what are you gonna do about it oh you're gonna what tune you... in next week again and or tomorrow yeah, I should yeah. say. not even next week the next day mm-hmm. even and that's why i'm trying to break people away and that's what that's why i love the whole podcasting thing and the community is being built is to break people away from needing to care what the hell they have to say because even even in the truth community we're waiting around for the mainstream to verify things and do mm-hmm. things like that fuck their opinion yeah exactly <laughs> we know the truth <laughs> we don't need them to explain shit to us anymore nope yeah so uh that's why i feel like the tides are really turning and uh we're moving into a better direction and that's you know about them taking away the, them now they're just 
breaking laws right in our face, you know, show, you know, they, they're being desperate at this point. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's like a coward. death roll. Cowards at the end of the day is what they are. Cowards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what's a coward do when he's backed into a corner, you know, try, especially a, a coward leader, try everything to suppress his people. You know what I mean? It, it's happened throughout history over and over and over again. You know, look at you can take William Wallace's account. You know what I mean? The, the Scots just wanted their freedom and look what they had to endure. And finally, one day they got it because people had enough. They they stood up. Maybe maybe people should go back and watch Braveheart again and, and maybe read a history book on what the Scots did for their country. Yeah. And um, for me, you know, I never uh, uh, served, you know, and thank you for your service and everything like that. Oh, but, um, you know, with me, it's like uh, even though I never served and so I'm still part of this militia that stands for freedom and um, to you don't to have to not, serve in the military to be part of that. I just want yeah, to put that out there. You know, to be um, part of that, you're, you're still considered, from many vets' point of view, a brother. And you know what I mean. So don't ever, don't ever downplay that aspect. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. And, and um, it's you know to all the people you know sacrificed on the way to pay. You know, it's for us to have these comforts and stuff like that. If I, if I just sit by and don't do shit, you know, I'm just as guilty for, it's, you know, for, for letting them down, you know, the ones who, you know, yeah. uh, paved the way. So. And that, uh, I think that's why you're seeing so many uh, people like you and I, and, and, you know, like Davey and Nico and, and, and many others, Matt um, uh, starting podcast to get this, this is our way to fight, fight back, you know, get, get truth out there, get, get history that, that was never taught to us or, different um things that have happened to people that like in 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 your case uh 20 years ago people would be like dude you're fucking crazy like you believe that really it was just a bad dream dude like get over it but now you have more people opening their eyes and and and, and like peeling back that thin thin layer like like how a dog has two to, two eyelids you know they're they're finally peeling back the second eyelid and and seeing like fuck this shit really happens. And yeah, we've been, been over here trying to tell you for the longest time, you've been calling us fucking crazy, but, but now you don't want to give us any credit. So whatever, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the truth always gets, uh, you know, lashed at and, and opposed until it becomes the truth. And then it's just common knowledge at that point. It's mm-hmm. nobody. <laughs> yeah. It's just yesterday. You, you know, it ain't no big deal anymore. Yeah, you're still um, bleeding from your back from all the lashings you took, but oh yeah, oh, yeah, we we believe you. We're not even going to say sorry, but hey, <laughs> thanks for getting the information out there. <laughs> no problem. Thanks for beating my ass. Yeah, and um, you know, like uh, with what you got going on with the tavern, uh, that actually it it worked in the past. You know, our uh, forefathers, you know, here in this country, literally just hanging out and talking shit in a bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is what took down the greatest uh military might the world ever seen at the time you know right and uh so uh and you and know no way is he implying that that's what we're doing on friday nights just listen to the episodes <laughs> you, you'll you'll understand that half the time ghost goes full on retard and is drunk off his ass by the end of you know the episode but hey it, it's all good time and and you know hey, you know it, it's yeah fun. i don't think I don't think our founding fathers were being serious the whole time. I'm pretty sure a lot of them were acting a fool too. Oh, hell yeah. 
<laughs> could imagine uh ben franklin all them passing out drunk you know outside yeah. bars and, 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 and stuff and, like that and talking guy talk you know what i mean like talking guy you, talk you, yeah it's 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 always gonna happen you know what i mean you oh let's talk tits and pussy you know or whatever make dick jokes <laughs> it's it's always gonna happen but what um you know uh you know the beauty that came from that the the strength that came from that is uh people banding together and being like we're not gonna be bullied we'll <laughs> stand together against these bullies and you know they can't bully all of us exactly <laughs> yeah. and i think they that's try said the world <laughs> needs to get back in um and and stand up to some of the their governments around the world because that that that's all they're doing they're just they're being britain all over again without the name britain you know and it's, yeah and the people of the world are the new america being founded in, in in my eyes you know with 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 everything that's going on but i don't know and i'd like a you know if it's like a king arthur and um you know he fights on the front lines with you and he's going in there and he's doing then putting into work i'll follow him i'll yeah. hey if he wants to be king let him be king you know he, yeah. he put it in his worth but um, if you're but gonna sit there like, and yeah. wipe your nose and then take the same snotty rag and wipe your eyes no yeah <laughs> sorry uh, i can't get behind you man you can't even you shit your pants and you can't even fucking form a sentence <laughs> yeah and you're expecting us to go to war and you know die yeah. for your cause no no thank yeah. you fight your wars <laughs> yeah meanwhile you're here in america you know setting up uh free crack pipes for everybody mm -hmm. like anyway off topic but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah to uh, get into my story um it's uh it's a little you uh you know it it was tough for me for the longest time uh because uh it's something i didn't want to let go of because i knew it was because for me i was like if i just forget this happened then I, i'm just giving in I, I am a crazy person i'm willing to uh close off things in my mind at that at that point i'm essentially programmed and um i did my best to fit in and you know i might have uh become a fake person trying to be somebody i'm not for, you know my teenage years and all that kind of stuff like i'm sure you know most teenagers do um but uh when i started getting into conspiracy theories and stuff like that um like you were saying like things from my past started making more sense because i'm like oh <laughs> maybe exactly. that thing that happened as a kid was more than just the dream it was it was actually some had a deeper layer to it and uh as I got older and started digging into it more, I was able to circle future experiences back to my past experience and kind of, you know, link it all together. That's when I realized, okay, I'm, I'm definitely uh, never believe in what the mainstream media has to ever tell me again. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, the whole narrative and stuff like that, it means nothing to me, you know, it's, it should. Um, and uh, I've never been happier. <laughs> Well, that's good. And, and, and that has to be a very freeing feeling, you know, to, you know, for anybody that goes through anything, you know, um, when, when you finally can, can take trauma or, or an experience that might have an effect on you in, in a negative way, like you were saying, um, you know, make you be somebody that you're not, so you fit in and don't want to be looked at as weird or, or whatever the case may be. 
um, w- once you you get that out there and y- you feel like euphoric, like at first it's scary, but w- once you do, it, it's like I'm free. Like I I don't have any chains holding me back. You know what I mean? Like for the for you know, and then you look back and you're like, why did I why did I let that hold me down? You know what I mean? Like what what was I so afraid of? It, it, and at the end of the day, it's just our minds playing a trick on us to to think that we have to be socially accepted in, in one little box no Mm-mm. no everybody's unique for a reason and everybody goes through their their own experiences for a reason and hopefully one day you will get the answers that you know you deserve to know why you went through what you went through you know what i mean it, yeah it, 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 it's a journey and i i, I don't know I've heard your story a few times and every, every time I, I, I'm ears glued, like, man, this guy's gone through some, from somebody that's never went through it, you'd be like, oh, that's awesome shit. But then you're also talking to somebody that can't fucking stand ET and, and scared shitless of the motherfucker. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, you know, like even with the, uh, action, like, uh, with the action movie stars and stuff like that, you see it on the TV. Oh, wow. You know, I, I wish I was me out there dodging bullets and explosions, all this kind of stuff, but then it's real life. And you just had a bullet fly over your head. These explosions are rattling you to the core. Exactly. <laughs> it's <not as> fun. <laughs> yeah. Talk, talk to someone that, uh, that isn't, um, a gangbanger that lives in a, in, in a rough inner city. I mean, take Chicago and they have to hear that and, and deal with that and raise a family and that's normal to them and that to live in a constant state of fear of i hope i don't go to bed tonight and me or one of my family members do not die by a stray bullet in a drive-by like yeah you know mm-hmm. you, you, i get that you want to be like a uh, an action star but when shit really comes to you in in that type of reality no no you don't you can ask any soldier that that went over to iraq you know yeah they did it because they love their country but at the end of the day they come back, they're fucked up in their head for, for, for good reason, because they saw some shit, you know what I mean? And how, we're, we're not really made to deal with that at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like once you see that death and destruction and, and have that on your hands, there, you, you don't come back from that. You, you're, you are a changed individual at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, um, it's hard. It's horrible, you know, because of all the, um, they're so focused about us masking up and doing all this kind of stuff, but they don't, they don't care about all the veteran suicides and stuff like that going, no. going on and stuff, uh, which is who we should be, uh, focusing our attention on, you know? Yeah. 22 uh, a day. And they're like, yeah, it's oh, horrible. It's only 22. That's 22 people a day added up by the month and then added up by the year. That's a lot. Even, of yeah. Suicides even one person a day, you know, for, for them making that kind of sacrifice for us to have the freedoms we, we do. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and then in the beginning, I don't mean to cut you off, but you know, if we can only just save one life from this, from this virus. Okay. <laughs> Why aren't you trying to help the veterans that are, you know, just one of them? Yeah. They just want someone to be there for them. Yeah. Like they, you know, and uh that's really you know to know that you know you can deal with it. like even with my dad like um you know he was a corpsman and everything like that so he's seen you know a lot of guts and 
stuff like that. Uh, but um, he never showed any signs of like uh, PTSD or things like that until uh, uh, he's on his deathbed. And uh, I guess he has time to think about his past and stuff. And then it starts popping his head and he's like, you know, traumatized by it and i said well you know you killed bad guys and stuff like that and he's you know the enemy because uh, and all that but um uh at the end of the day he's like yeah but i still did it and that's mm-hmm. like you know yeah i was not letting them die for their country so i didn't die for mine but at the same time you you know you're a part of that that's you can't shake that you know no. so and and us military members you know present and past and and what have you uh, we dog on each other uh, on different branches and, and it's funny. I'm, I'm going to make two points real quick. It, if we were to catch a civilian doing the same thing and say it was me, a, a dude from the coast guard and, and someone from the army, that civilian is going to get fucking a beat. You know what I mean? We can do it because, because we, we had that right. And now the other point I was going to get at, a Navy corpsman is one dude and position in the Navy that will never get made fun of because they're a badass motherfucker to do that job. Because a lot of people don't realize to be a corpsman, you're going out usually with special op Marines and, and doing very strategic um, missions. And they're, they're badass. You know what I mean? They, they have to know, you know, they're, they're, the, they're the medic. You know, yeah. what a lot of people don't realize is, uh, um, oh God, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. Uh, the Navy SEAL from, uh, oh, fuck, Marcus Luttrell. Holy shit. Shoot oh, yeah. me for, mm-hmm. for not, not thinking that he was a corpsman, you know what I mean? And that to, to, to draw a line and keep going, dude, that that's, that's dedication. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah there's even that uh one famous uh recipient of the medal of honor who uh he never he never fought in combat but what he did is he ran towards the action <laughs> yeah and took care of you know so many different people you know so um that's about you know yeah he never picked up a gun and shot anybody but that's about as brave as you're ever going to get is to run to where people are getting shot and killed <laughs> right to try to help people exactly you know? it's like dude don't give a fuck you know he's going in to save his brothers and sisters and you know bullets flying like like you know like you said over your head explosions everywhere and you know it all all he's focused on is saving his fellow his fellow man yeah so that's uh pretty uh commendable you know for that and uh i don't know if you ever read like a medal of honor story <laughs> i'd spend you know like sometimes i'd spend you know sit there a few hours and just read through different you know the medal of honor side you know how they got it their story it's it's unbelievable you know like yeah. uh some people what some people are capable i mean of hell dakota meyer got his medal of honor for defying all orders you know what i mean he was <laughs> told he wasn't even allowed to be a part of the mission and here is you know his, his teammates taking on fire and being trapped he's he looks at the Navy Corps or whoever he was with. It's like, dude, you, you ready to roll in? Yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> and now yeah. Medal of Honor and, and the, the, the Navy uh, personnel. I, I, don't, I can't say for sure if he was a corpsman or not. I would have to think being in that kind of uh, battle position, he would be. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, he got the Navy Cross, you know. So I don't know. It, it, it's, 
they are fascinating stories. Yeah. And, and, uh, sadly, you know, I mean, but for, you know, I mean, realistic reasons, a lot of them, uh, get them post-mortem, <laughs> yes. you know, uh, but, um, yeah, you know, so for people like that to have done what they've done, uh, to, to already know that in my head and then not stand up and, and say my voice against this, uh, tyranny that's, that's striking the world. Uh, I don't know how you can live with yourself, honestly. Yeah. And, <laughs> that, and I think, point. I think that's what makes us different because, uh, we're awake. You know what I mean? And, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure you have loved ones that, that just docile, like fall for the, for, for basically the propaganda and, you know, just do, oh, the government's here to help you and the government's here to, to save you from the government. Uh, I say it a lot. The last time someone said that mm, bad things really did happen and they weren't <laughs> that fucking good. Yeah. And, um, but um, it, it, I, I just, you know, keep up the hopes that, uh, you know, it, things are starting to go our way. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Just, and uh, keep that positive energy going forward and just watch, you know, watch them slowly wither and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, jumpstart America back to old glory. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, well, I guess. Let's take, um, take it back to the beginning of your story. All right. And, um, so, uh, cause I'm sure everybody's like, dude, you guys been talking about this, that, and the third, like uh, <laughs> tuning in to hear Ron's story. And we're, we're talking about everything, but so let's get into you. This, this episode's about you, brother. Uh, 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 my ex- first experience, uh, that was out of the ordinary was my first ever conscious thought. Um, I remembered, uh, awakening before I actually opened my eyes in my physical body. Do you remember uh, your first ever thought as a kid? No. I, no um, I, I couldn't pinpoint it. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have memories of being a kid, but I could never pinpoint my first actual thought. Like uh, some people uh, can remember being a baby in a crib or being, you know, a baby being hold held by somebody most people uh don't have conscious awareness till they're about four or five years old Mm -hmm. and um that was like mine like my first like ever like conscious awareness like where where uh i was like i'm a sentient intelligent being and i'm I'm aware of my surroundings and stuff like that i was uh looking up at this lady and it was like a whole like kind of like a like a fantasy type world you know with a grass and dirt hole <laughs> except i'm like you know i'm, I'm in it and I'm, she's holding my hand and around me is like like all sorts of different like colorful orbs and beautiful like lights and stuff like that and it's kind of like being in outer space but in a you know like you know multicolored outer space and um you know and then the lady kind of says something like uh I'll see you shortly or this isn't so big of a deal or something like that. You know, like it's not some uh, big ordeal and um, she lets go of my hand or I let go of her hand and I start to fall. And uh, as I'm falling, like, it's kind of like a, uh, those, have you ever been in those vertical water slides? Yes. Um, so it's like, it's like that, except uh, it's kind of going it, the, except instead of being uh, uh, going down, like at uh maximum speed 
immediately like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the speed uh, is drastic, is uh, slowly increasing. Okay. Like it's slowly getting faster. I'm not just, she doesn't let go. I'm all of a sudden, you know, going down at a, you know, velocity or whatever, whatever it's called. Um, it's, I'm slowly going faster and faster and faster. And the lights start to flash by me, kind of like in that movie Contact. Mm-hmm. And as it's doing that, and I'm, and I'm looking at my hands and I'm trying to keep my memory of uh, who that lady was, where I came from, who I was, you know, all that kind of stuff. And the memories are getting like stripped from me. Like you have a thought that you want to tell somebody really bad and you're like, hey, and you have it all articulated. And as soon as you go say it to them, it's like, where do I even start? <laughs> right. That happens to me a yeah. lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I'm going really, really fast. Now through the lights, lights are going real fast by me. And I see like the, the slits of the eyes opening up and I'm like merging with the slit of the eye opening. Oh, wow. So yeah, my consciousness is like entering the physical body. And then I'm like, like it's the eye, the slit of the eyes are small. And as I'm getting closer again, it's getting bigger and bigger where I'm like merging into the eyes. So basically it's almost like you were, in what some people would call an afterlife or where we go ultimately because we're energy beings and uh the the being was saying to you being energy at that time you know i will see you soon and you were going faster and faster and people can relate that to okay that was the moment you were coming through the birth canal and you know the then there's that whole theory, you know, what if that light at the end of the tunnel when we die is the birth canal reopening. And when we cry, it's because, you know, we're, we're pissed because we, we don't have those memories anymore. We lost all train of thought and everything that we knew and we have to start all over. But you remember that. Yeah. Um, but um, instead of, uh, I guess, coming through the birth canal, I was uh, four years old. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, 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 uh, and I was laying back on the couch, looking up at the ceiling and I sat up and I looked to my right and my brother and my cousin were standing there. Cause I guess we were taking turns jumping over the couch. Okay. And they were kind of like, you know, Hey, what are you doing? Why are you taking, you know, get off the couch. It's our turn. And I look at them like, you're my brother, you're my cousin. And they're like, duh, of course we are. Like, (laughs) where have you been? Dumbass. Yeah, who else would it be? And yeah. so I'm thinking maybe I might have like knocked myself out or something and my soul went up and and that's like, nope, you can't come here yet. It's not your time. Go back down to your body. You know, but uh, I had that experience and uh, just, you know, and went on as normal kid and stuff like that. Um, and that but, almost uh, when, sounds like a DMT trip dmt trip yeah yeah you know what i mean because like, you listen to some of these experiences on people that have, have done dmt and and you know they they see these you know different beings and these energies and these these light orbs that that seem to have you know some intelligence to them and you know you, i, I might have misunderstood you but you, you know you're experiencing that at four years old dude i i'm 44 and never experienced anything like that you know what i mean yeah and um that was, you know, uh, the only time really. And, uh, um, but when I was, uh, about 12 years old, uh, this is, you know, one that kind of, you know, I, I woke up 
and everything was like a bright neon green light, like kind of like the um, the Northern Lights, the Aura Borealis mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. Yeah, that kind of it was that kind of green, oh, that wow. kind of like fluorescent, you know, strange glowy green. And um, I I remember I kind of wake up and I kind of look over because I'm on the top bunk bed and my older brother's below me. My other brother is across the room by the window where the light's coming from because it wasn't just glowing out of nowhere it was coming from the window right and i kind of look over and i'm like what's all this about this is weird and i'm like eh, i don't really care you know <laughs> like tired i'm like <laughs> whatever and then try to go back to sleep but the light starts pulsing it's getting brighter not it doesn't dim it just gets brighter 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 like a beacon or something and uh now i'm like okay what's going on now i wake up and i'm upset and i get out of bed uh to see what's going on. Like, well, you know, people are sleeping now I'm frustrated. When I get out of bed, I look over at my brother, my, my two brothers. And I'm like, Hey guys, uh, you know, wake up or whatever. You see what's going on. But they kind of look like they were, uh, in a coma, hmm. you know, like fro- frozen in time. Right. And, um, so I'm like, okay, this is strange, but I'm still like, okay, there's a logical explanation for this. I just got to go out and look out the window and see what's going on. And it all makes sense to me. So I walk over to the blinds uh, and go to, as soon as I touch the blind to go pull it down and look through it, I get a, a jump scare of a gray alien in my mind. Mm. And um, it looks like what you would think a gray alien looks like, uh, except the eyes weren't super huge. Uh, like exaggerated they were you know they were bigger about twice size i guess you'd say uh the head uh extended out a little bit and it um i could see the veins the skin was kind of thin looking you know i could see the veins uh uh in the head and it just that just happened and when when that happened um i fainted i guess (laughs) like i just locked up and just fell back like i would have too yeah it, especially seeing moment. the veins you know what i mean that's like yeah. my biggest thing with et it's like his head's pulsating you see the veins all <laughs> over his fucking head it's like ah fuck yeah and I, and it was just like that that was the mo- and then and it was the moment where like you said with the whole seeing aliens it took me out of my element yeah because i'm thinking logically like oh there's no such you know even though i had that one thing i'm still a regular kid i'm like oh there's stuff's not you know things can be explained away. And I was like, I can't explain this. Shit. Exactly. And, and that's when I started freaking out. I'm like, okay, so this is not uh, normal. This is something that's going on right now that I'm just going to have to deal with at the moment. You know, there's no other way to do it. It's like, here you are. <laughs> and um, I get up and I'm shaking, I'm shaking, you know, I'm so scared. And I, in my mind, I'm thinking, uh, okay, try to run upstairs. Uh, get my dad you know have him try to fight some aliens or some i don't know you know it just crosses yeah. my mind <laughs> and uh but then i'm like no nah, if i leave the room same thing with like i guess maybe the blinds i'm afraid if i go touch that door, it's something else is going to happen like that right so uh i just stand still and i just you know I'm like okay fuck i just i guess i'll stand here and <laughs> just be terrified and uh a voice starts coming in through my head and I'm thinking I'm talking to myself at first, right? You, because you talk sometimes you have those conversations in your head, you know, just out of fun. You're, you know, you're keep yourself entertained. You'll mm-hmm. talk to yourself in a third person or something. 
So, but then I'm like, I do it a lot. And then I catch myself, (laughs) I notice my, my lips are moving. I'm like, oh shit. I wonder what people are thinking when they're looking at me like, that dude's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, uh, it starts telling me to calm down. Voice like, calm down. Uh, you're chosen type thing, you know, uh, you're lucky. Um, and it says, uh, it actually was calling me something by an, by an M Mm -hmm. like an M and a, like something Hebrew sounding with M and uh, uh, they were saying it like they knew me, like I should have known, I should know my name or something like that. And um, uh, I was like, oh, well, what the fuck's going on? You know, I'm just freaking out. I'm like, right. fuck all this shit, man. And, but uh, um, when it started telling me the whole thing about, Oh, just go with us. We're going to, uh, we're going to guide you through life. We're going to, um, uh, put you into positions, you know, like mm-hmm. you'll just be in the right place at the right time. Things will just kind of work out for you. And that's kind of why I asked you about a 20 and back because mm-hmm. that guy, it, it's basic. That's basically what they told him. You know what I mean? Like, no, you're chosen. You're going to do this. And now his obviously went down a more darker path. But, you know, when you were saying that, that that's the reason why I always, when I did question you about, about 20 and backs and what have you, um, obviously you, you don't have any recollection of that or, you know, of doing that, but it, it, that's where I was making the connection with your story and, and, and his story. Oh yeah. I mean, it could be, <laughs> I have uh, other theories too. Like maybe it was some sort of Eisenhower, uh, you know, how like that whole Eisenhower thing where, uh, you know, they can experiment on a million American families every year, as long as they don't hurt us. And, and may, I thought maybe I just woke up, you know, I was supposed to be asleep and I just woke up, you know, at the wrong time. They're like, fuck, we got to deal with this kid now. Yeah. <laughs> no. our, our anesthesia didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Anesthesia or something like that. But um, when it started telling me about, oh, we got you and stuff, I'm like, fuck, I guess I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know what else I'm going to, I guess, fuck, I might as well go with it. So I'm right. like, fuck, okay, I'm chosen one. And I started getting a little excited and I'm like, shit, okay, uh, let's go. Like, I'm like, I'm ready to go. Like, let's just do this. Cause at that point I'd rather fucking see where it goes and just sit there and just be shaken and scared the whole time. Now, do you think so, that's because of your, 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 your heritage? Um, possibly, possibly maybe because, um, I know my, uh, you know, uh, I've had, a uh, Jew, you know, Germanian Jew or, uh, and then also, you know, the whole Germanic, uh, I had that with my, uh, father's side. And then also with my mother's side, the Philippines, mm-hmm. the Filipino people are very, uh, spiritual and skeptical and, you know, it goes into old, you know, magic like that and stuff like, well, and, and nature. the whole go with it thing, you know, like the Filipino, um, culture and and a lot of other asian cultures are very you know yes you know we should go you know we're reserved you know don't want to you know upset people or you know buck the system in that sense you know what i mean like like you you obedient yeah you want to talk you talk i can i can sit here and wait for a while you know what i mean even though you you're talking over me every time you ask me a question but you, (laughs) you know what i mean you know stuff like that yeah but, um no I, I i was just like fuck okay shit i 
that's this is cool right <laughs> you know for, for a moment i'm not gonna lie i was like okay this is true fuck yeah you know you kind of feel like you went well, 12 years old are they gonna give you superpowers you know what i mean like, yeah you know like shit okay i'm set and i started kind of skipping over to the door and uh right and then the bunk bed's like right to my right and i'm about to walk you know pull the doorknob and they say hey whoa, 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 wait 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 before you go you have to make a choice and I looked right and the room stretches out like my, you know, bunk bed, my brother and a bunk bed to the left. And then uh, my younger brother and the bed to the right and the room stretches out. And with the telepathy kind of thing, uh, sometimes it's not words. It's just understandings. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. when you're in a certain position, you don't have to say anything. You just look at each other. Okay. I know where this is going. You yeah. know, you look at them, you look at the situation, you know, nothing else needs to be said. And that's kind of goes with the whole, uh, you know, how family members and and these people who become famous out of nowhere, powerful out of nowhere, a family member mysteriously dies in their, you know, uh, family or somebody very, very close to them uh, mm-hmm. mysteriously, you know, passes away. And um, for a moment, because uh, my older brother's uh type one diabetic which is like a real serious one for a moment just not it just flashed in my head just like a you know those fucked up thoughts you have that you can't really control they just pop in your head yeah (laughs) and um uh, and so they kind of dove on that uh showing me visions and things like that they're kind of going with that just okay you know and it's you know it's who knows you know what i mean like with it you know and and uh, I kind of snapped out the vision and it was like, no, I'm not going to do that, you know? And they're like, why? What's, what's going on, kid? And I said, uh, because it's not what God would want. And they started laughing at me. They're like, ha, you know, ha, 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 God, what's God? Where's God? I'm like, why isn't God here talking to you? And they're like, maybe, maybe it's because we're God, oh, you know, sure. like, and uh, somebody being in my position, I could see like, for example, like a Madonna, who, who she said she sold her soul, or Dave Grohl, or even uh, Bob Dylan. Have you ever seen that 40, uh, 60 Minutes interview with Bob Dylan? I have not, because I was never a Bob Dylan fan. I could never oh. stand listening to him, <laughs> listening to him talk. And it's, I did like his his son, uh, his band, The Wallflowers. I, 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 mm-hmm. I could tolerate that, but Bob Dylan, oh, fuck, no, <laughs> sorry. And if you're a fan, anybody out there, even you, Ron, I, I do not hold yeah. that against you. You know what I mean? Everybody, da, da, da. everybody has their own music that they like, you know? Yeah, I was just uh, mentioning it because in the interview, it's very interesting because he admits, he's like, yeah, I sold my soul. And they're like, who'd you sell your soul to? And he's like the chief commander in uh, this world and then the one you can't see. Oh, shit. And I'm stuff like that. Look at that then. Yeah, I'll find it. I'll send you the link. And he's, yeah. uh, and he's pretty much like, yeah, and he's like the think about my lyrics he's like you can't really just write that shit out man there's like a magic to that shit (laughs) (laughs) and uh so i could see if they went through a similar experience as me and they're standing in that situation they're like fuck i might as well go with it you know what i mean i guess i guess they're the masters of the universe i guess it's true what else am i gonna do i might as well uh survive and maybe they were approached at a later age where they could you know better understand it than a 12 year old you know what i mean mm-hmm. and um so when they say the the crossroads like the guy who sold his soul at the crossroads with guitar mm-hmm. i don't 
think they mean like an actual crossroads of, uh, you know, paved, paved roads. I think they actually mean this like green interdimensional reality that happens because, uh, I, you know, with the chakras, the green, the heart chakra is the green chakra mm-hmm. and it's the center point of all the other chakras. And with it being green, I feel like the reason why it was that is so uh, it was mag- maybe magnifying the heart chakra because you couldn't hide your thoughts. So at that point, I had to speak what I felt in my heart. I couldn't have an ulterior reasoning. It, it, it had my reasons had to be pure. Right. And um, so in that moment, it really felt like standing on the cliff. But I just took the leap of faith. I was like, fuck, I'd rather, uh, you know, I don't know. Something in me was like, uh, I got to believe, you know, there this isn't there. This isn't true. They're fucking lying. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Some, you know, or something like that. So I yelled back. I'm like, you're not God. God's more powerful than you. He's good and he's more powerful than you. And then that's when they were like, you fucking dumb piece of shit. You know, they are <laughs> like started being mean. They started flashing uh, my skeletons in my closet, you know weird shit i did as a kid growing up right you know i look at you you're pathetic and blah 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 and so now i'm like pulling my hair going crazy i'm like uh and uh as i'm stumbling towards my closet because i'm kind of like i guess pacing back and forth in the room now mm-hmm. and um the i get like a vision in my head of a galaxy like spinning uh one way and it's uh like a red orange color like a like a spinning wheel of fire kind of thing you know and it's like going one way and then it slows down and then it starts to spin the other way mm. and then it turns into a uh, purple dark bluish kind of color and then like with the whole dmt t- yeah and the whole uh, <laughs> dmt thing it um it felt like it was smiling at me like a smile came out of it and like towards me and it's like <gasps> i was like shit i think it smiled at me but there was like no face, you know what I mean? Right. And I was like, maybe this is God. You're like, I'm like, oh, God's got me now. He's protected. You know, I'm good. I, and uh, but I'm still freaking out. You know what I mean? I'm trying. I'm like, you know what? To make it go away, because I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. Like, I'm. I just want it to be over. So I'm like, uh, um, maybe I'm just dreaming. Maybe this is all a dream, and I'm just going crazy. And all I need to do is get back in bed, close my eyes, go to sleep and uh, everything will be back to normal. So I climb back in to the bed and I, you know, I get in under the blank curl up and everything. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to open my eyes ever again. (laughs) I'm just going to keep them closed forever. And uh, yeah, I just won't think it in, but then um, you get that sixth sense feeling of being watched. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I don't want to open my eyes, but like, like itch, you kind of got to look, you know, so, you know, it's one of those kind of things. If something's come at you, you're still going to, you know, in, your instincts take over. And um, so I look back and as I look back, uh, a reptilian humanoid 
like phases through the door. Like come it, like it doesn't open the door, but it comes through it. Like, right. And it and the way it looks, it looks like it's on skates, like it's on it's just floating, you know, it's like rolling forward <laughs> in a way. And then it turns like real, you know, like a soldier, you know, like mm-hmm. uh does that like little right spin. face or left face? Yeah, right face or left face. And and now he's just staring at me from the uh foot of my bunk bed. And I'm on the top bunk bed, so I can see like top of him or whatever. And in a way, I could kind of see his whole body, but it, but the way I'm uh viewing him is uh I don't see him physically standing there. Like in my physical senses, I guess you could say, I was like, there's nothing there that's empty space. Uh but my mind's eye, my third eye was telling, was showing me him in perfect detail, showing me, you know, the textures of his skin, the, the eyes, the teeth, uh, the coloring and everything like that. So I could both see it and not see it at the same time. So it was like a hologram that my third eye was projecting in a way. That's crazy. Yeah. And um, I this is the other thing is it doesn't look like your typical reptilian that's that you see out there with the pointy features and looks kind of like a guana or a crocodile ish. Uh, this thing kind of looked more like a salamander or like an amphibian uh, type creature. Like it was more amphibious to me, like a salamander than a, a guana type lizard. And what people don't understand. And if, 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 they've listened to my episode that I did with Gary Wayne. He touches on, on the salamander people uh, uh, being a race at one time. And, you know, maybe, maybe that is exactly what you saw. Maybe, you know, cause he, he doesn't say that they don't still inhabit the earth and he doesn't say that they do, you know what I mean? So who the fuck knows? <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause when, yeah. when people hear salamander, they're like, well, that doesn't match up with the fucking lizard people type talk that you normally hear but no they're literally was supposed lizard or salamander people at one point yeah i remember him uh because i always just say reptilian because yeah that's just how i know and but then um i saw an interview with him where he mentions that oh yeah it's um there's like the about the salamander thing and i was like you know what <laughs> that fucking thing looked more like a salamander than it did a fucking lizard uh person so uh I, I yeah i like to tell people that now like it it was more and it, it would make sense with the way uh ufos go over uh water mm-hmm. and stuff like that maybe they're freaking they live in the water somehow you know? they, we don't know you know what who I mean? knows? <laughs> you know I, I, and honestly i feel like they're distracting us with space uh to keep us away from their underground super cities that they are underwater super cities that they have out in the deep sea. Yeah. And, and <laughs> that's something that's always amazed me. Even, even as a kid, um, I would always say, you know, why are we so fascinated with quote unquote, going to the moon or traveling in outer space, you know, cause there's many different beliefs on it, you know, hold what you have. Um, why aren't we exploring our earth's oceans? Like mm-hmm. it, maybe there's a reason why maybe we're not allowed. Yeah. And with the, it, uh, the UFOs for them to perform the feats that they're doing, they're not affected by, by the gravitational forces or else they would smash into a pancake. Right. So they're doing something and skipping that. So 
if you could skip through gravitational force like that in the air, you could probably manipulate gravitational force into water mm-hmm. and probably in a different much way, much easier. Yeah. So, um, I feel like that might be, uh, you know, there might be some like Atlantis does, you know, yeah. so, <laughs> all thing, but, um, but I guess to get back in the story, I guess so. But this thing, um, it was kind of in there to kind of coerce me again, you know, okay, come on, like the little final thing. And I guess maybe they didn't show them to me at first is because I would have just freaked out. Ah, I might have just had a heart <laughs> attack, you know, at that point, you know, they, they couldn't give me all at once, you know, Two, I would have just locked up and wouldn't be able to communicate with him. And um, when he was there trying to get me and, and I was like, no. My, my decisions made in my heart. I'm like, fuck off, you know, eat me. If you're going to eat me, fuck it. I don't give a shit. And so I just like close, I just close my eyes again and uh, try to go back to sleep. And, uh, but this time, the second time I had my eyes closed, I got a vision of human beings looking at monitors, kind of like some sort of like a ground control thing or something like that, like our NASA control room or something. Or matrix matrix yeah uh, like yeah like, like the architect or something yeah. like that that's what it's you know i it just is that's just what happened you know I, and as as ridiculous as all that sounds i just you know those are the things that's that stuck out to me so i can't remember the whole what words that were said um exactly what motions i was doing that kind of shit just fades from memory but it's these moment these little things that happened that really were imprinted, you know, into my psyche, I guess. But yeah, and and that whole thing made me think of the Wizard of Oz when I started researching into it mm-hmm. as I got older, uh, where maybe what happened to me was Project Bluebeam experimentation. Ooh. And they were showing me holograms and doing all this voice, you know, voice it's technology, cool. voices, yeah voice of skull and uh they were experimenting on me and that last little vision i got with them like fuck abort it's not working (laughs) (laughs) this motherfucker sees us yeah yeah and it was and uh he's gonna tell his dad and his dad's gonna come wipe us the fuck out (laughs) but um yeah and uh so then uh from there i woke up and it was a like scene changed type thing Mm -hmm. and i run into the kitchen and uh tell my family and they're like, ah, oh, it was just a dream, you know, it's stuff. And that's kind of shitty. You know, when you're, when you went through this kind of experience and everyone's telling you it's, it's a dream, you, you feel like it's like the world gets so much bigger around you. It's like, Oh shit. Man. Did, did your dad even tell you that? Like, how did he, he handle hearing, hearing? That um, well, uh, I mean, obviously uh, he couldn't tell you things, but you know, what was his demeanor like? like um well he kind of just didn't didn't think say anything about it for like a day or two just kind of you know i'm sure my mom probably told him or whatever and all that kind of stuff but then about a two day two three days later we went to go get pizza and he said hey come come with me and we went to go pick up the pizza and and when we're in the parking lot he's like hey tell me your story that happened tell me the Mm -hmm. tell me the whole thing so i you know i told him the story and he's like oh that's good and blah 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 and he's like yeah i believe in aliens and stuff like that and uh he even disclosed a uh personal paranormal experience with me that i kind of skipped ahead but he refreshed it with me uh uh before he was passing because right. i was kind of his caretaker on his deathbed so um he shared that story with me again and he it, this story would have happened uh, a few years 
um, before my story. And uh, he said he woke up one night, got out of bed because he heard a noise and went to go uh, investigate. And when he got to the door of the room, he looked over and there was a uh, gray alien mm. standing in the corner of the room, just standing there looking at him. <laughs> and he said he was like, whoa, what the shit? And it passes out, you know, and mm-hmm. wakes back up. And he's like, oh, that was a weird dream. He's like, oh, and he's usually up like five o'clock in the morning, you know, every day. But uh, it w- we would have already been up before him. But he said he came into the kitchen and um, my little brother says, hey, dad, I was with you last night. And he's like, my dad's like, what? What'd you say to me? And he's like, I was with you last night. And my dad's like, where? And he said, my little brother pointed up at the ceiling and said, there. <laughs> oh my so yeah so he was like in his head of me he's like wait a minute is my child telling me that my dream i had last night wasn't a dream and we were taking up some sort of spaceship or some shit right <laughs> and Holy so but yeah and um he just said he just forgot about it i'm just gonna throw this in the back of my mind because he, he didn't want my mom to think he was crazy and divorce him right <laughs> and, and, and fair enough you know that's what most military members do you know that that compartmentalize you know yeah right, just, you know fuck mm, it i'll just keep it to myself you know what i mean just threw it back there but you know we and him were kind of uh you know we would talk about a lot of different things he was very uh open-minded about a lot of different subjects but um yeah and you know and, and there are some strange things that happened with him because um at his funeral uh you know they did the normal uh flag ceremony mm-hmm. and stuff like that except uh before the uh, service happened the funeral lady came up to us she's like hey they're going to present a second flag and we're like huh and they're like oh oh well, i guess go to uh my youngest sister because she's in the coast guard and uh you know and uh so we're like oh that's weird but we didn't think too much about it because we're all sad or whatever just comforting my mom and uh they did the flag ceremony and they handed the they said the words on behalf of the president the navy blah blah, blah. here's the flag yeah. <laughs> yeah to my mom and um you know i'm just kind of keeping my head down because you know and all that kind of stuff but he turns around and goes and gets a second flag that's on the podium and he walks over to my youngest sister who's to the left of me and he does the same thing says the words you know and then uh gives her the flag and when he stands up or whatever um i look at his uh shirt and i noticed the eagle and the trident and it threw me back i was like holy shit this guy's a navy seal yeah and uh my dad wasn't a navy seal he uh he said he went and tried out or something but he personally rang the bell he like quit you know mm-hmm. like he personally told me that so he was not a navy seal so to see not only to see two flags being presented to my family which is not protocol no. <laughs> according maybe he to told you he wasn't on purpose yeah. and maybe really mm-hmm. you know I mean, it's all speculation but you know and, and the fact that your dad was a corpsman is you know, there, there stands a very high chance that he could have been, you know, attached to one of those elite units. Yeah. And, um, I think it might've been, uh, Mac V Sog, uh, uh, Vietnam, uh, special observations group, uh, Vietnam, because, um, one time, uh, he had, a he used to have it as his phone saver. And so my mom changed it and I looked over and I'm like, I've seen that before. And he's like, yeah, you know, old squad or something like that. And, then I played the like Call of Duty and and it was right there, Black Ops. I was like, oh fuck, that's that symbol. So, mm-hmm. but and so I talked to him about that and he said he was a 
uh, I guess, a part of it for the last few years before it disbanded. And then that's when he uh, went into like naval intelligence stuff. And um, I guess with that, he, um, you know, he would basically like uh, he told me he was uh, Steve Buscemi from uh, uh, Desperado, <laughs> where he would, he'd go into a bar and he'd scout it out. He'd eavesdrop, hang out with people. That is you know? my favorite scene from Desperado. <laughs> I used and he just pissed. You yeah. know what I mean? It, oh, that yeah. When you sent me that message, I I was like, oh man, this is great. <laughs> yeah, and and um, you know, he would be that kind of guy where he'd gather the intel and then he'd uh go give it to the badass John Wick Rambo type dudes who would mm -hmm. actually go in and fuck shit up. And that's what he told me. He's like, um, I got to uh walk amongst giants. Mm. He's like, uh, he's like, I wasn't the Rambo type do like that he's like i knew people like that he's like uh he said he wasn't the best guy like that he was the right guy right. and when you find out at those you know elite groups i guess they're not really looking for the best guy they're looking for the right guy yep. you know and uh type situation and, and yeah I've, um with him also uh you know i got to see uh the movie black hawk down in theaters before it was uh, released to the public and i had the honor to do that um, and that really uh, changed my whole perspective on the military and what really goes on and stuff like that. Cause, uh, you know, I played all the, the video games and thinking, yeah. Oh, I could do all this shit. And then, but, and when you're in there, you know, I wasn't trying to show it when I was a kid, but I was, in, I was intimidated. I was <laughs> like, these are all these animals around me. <laughs> you know, these <laughs> mad fucking like, mercenary killers, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they could fuck you up with a, you know, a, a toothpick. Type yeah deal. so like uh when the action sequences are going on they're yeah riling up you know hoorahs and all that but uh at the end of the movie uh it was a different story they were all uh i guess some people were having issues and they were crying and oh, really really you know crying real hard and, and everyone was comforting them and here it goes you know and uh that's the side that the military industrial complex doesn't show you mm -hmm. is uh after all the cool shit is done i guess quote quote cool shit um you got to deal with the after effects and that's what it's like so um i remembered uh being in the parking lot and, you know my dad looks back and he's like so what do you think now you think you'd do all that shit <laughs> like, <laughs> i'm like nah i don't know if i want to go through all that and and he's like, well, well, you got to be there for these guys. You got to be there. You always got to support the troops and, you know, be grateful for what, what's been, what's, you know, they're doing for you. You know, what's kind of so. ironic. Um, when I got off work, I had to run to the grocery store real quick to pick up um, <clears throat> some hamburger for tonight's meal. And I'm walking in and I don't live in a military town. Okay. Um, but I look over and there's this young private you know, baby faced, you know, going through self-checkout and I stopped and I just looked him straight in the eye. I walked over, shook his head and said, thank you. I said, well, welcome to the brotherhood. And his eyes just got big. Like, and I, he's like, thank you. You know, almost kind of stutter. And I, you know, I shake his hand and obviously he must've been, you know, a local high school student, you know, he's back doing recruiter assistance, you know, out of, out of, uh, you know, basic training and what have you, but it was just, it didn't click on to me until just now. It's like, that was a synchronicity synchronicity that happened right before you and I, 
you know, are, are going to sit down and record an episode and talking about, you know, the military and, and, and everything else, because like I said, it, it's not a regular site to see anybody in uniform. You might see a recruiter here and there, but it, it's so rare, you know what I mean? And, and here's this young kid, you know, fresh out of basic and, you know, I was like, you know, Hey, welcome to brotherhood, man. And uh, thank you for your service. And here we are talking about this. So I, I don't know. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, it's great. You know, I mean, um, you know, I know I'm probably, but if, if shit, shit, uh, you know, hits the fan, I, you know, I would gladly, uh, you know, uh, do what I, you know, what it takes to protect the, what, what all these great people fought for, like, oh, you absolutely. know, so, but, um, yeah. So, um, the whole, that, he, you know, my dad thing, he just kind of adds a different layer to it. Cause I, yeah, I'm just some kid. But then he has all this stuff surrounding him, and uh, and that just makes it maybe makes me think like because they always say like would all this uh, deal with the devil selling your soul type thing it's always people connected to military intelligence somehow <laughs> right in some way not whether it's their dad or their uncle or their grandpa or wife or aunt or husband or whatever there's always some connection there and um, but uh, to go back and time a little bit i guess uh when i was in high school um what what kind of ties all of this together is the secret society stuff <laughs> this is where it gets good guys <laughs> so in um in high school um i was approached by a classmate and um he you know he said oh i could see the light or something like that you got the light or something you can understand this kind of stuff so he shows me this uh number uh breakdown and everything like that and then uh, after he breaks it down he shows it to me and uh, he says so what, what do you think about that and i said well if uh numbers and mathematics explains uh the universe and how to understand it well it clearly says that there's law and order to the universe and that everything isn't random and that there's a structure there's a code uh to everything and uh, he's like oh that's cool and blah 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 and then he tells me oh you should think about uh joining the freemasons not like mm -hmm. he's inviting me but like hey do good in school get your grades up um you know when you become an adult you know maybe think about doing it i um i believe when he was talking to me that he was a member of a secret side but he wasn't old enough so he would have been a, a demolay right which is uh like the junior freemasons mm -hmm. and uh so he taught me this number thing and then a, a female classmate sat down and i taught it to her and she's like i don't give a shit about that that's fucking numbers <laughs> <laughs> i don't care about fucking numbers and then he's like hey man he's like hey that's uh that's for like the elect you you know he's like uh you don't really want to uh share that with anyone that's only for certain people and I was like, fuck, if it has to do with God, I'm going to share with everybody I know. Right. And so that kind of ended our conversation. And the next day I was uh, transferred to a, uh, another classroom. And um, uh, this number thing, just to kind of break it, uh, I just, it was always in the back of my head. Whenever someone would bring up numerology or gematria or something like that, I'd be like, hey, I know this fucking little number thing. Yeah, that number thing I remembered, I would taught and I'd, show it as like a little party trick here and there right. but i never went any further than that and um except for a few years ago is when i started really diving into it and that's when i realized oh shit this has to do with like 
all sorts of different stuff like, uh, you know, cultism, magnetism, you know, the, all sorts of uh, different connections to it. And um, that's when I realized, oh, so this, there's something to, oh, um, what, what makes it strange is that um, <clears throat> it has to do with like cube of Saturn type stuff. Uh, six times six times six or a 216 like metatron's cube and all that kind of stuff right. and um i looked up with the dramatru to my birth name and it actually connects to the number block that was shown to me so Dude. that made me realize yeah i was like wait a minute so i i always assumed that this guy just oh i learned this the other day i'm so giddy i want to show it to somebody you know and i thought it was just by chance that I was there and I learned this stuff. But then um, when I looked into the gematria of my name, so that's, and I made that connection, I was like, wait a minute, maybe he was like meant to show me that. <laughs> like exactly. that wasn't, that wasn't an accident that was planned. And um, so uh, to, for the audience, uh, it, you know, it's pretty complicated. There's a lot of other backtracking kind of stuff to, go over and learn and stuff like that but um i was figuring to maybe given the uh basics of how it breaks down uh i'll share with the audience exactly how he showed it to me and then y'all can uh look into it and you know more you know that because that's my whole intentions i'm like shit if this is some secret society type hidden knowledge crap uh by me sharing it maybe it'll get into the hands of somebody who needs it needs to get into someone who knows who's a smart ass knows i mean not smart <laughs> but he knows uh science shit he knows physics shit he knows all you know he's way smarter than me i'm just a messenger right. you know have what you, i mean have you ever i think you need to uh let ny patriot uh know oh this. we actually uh have did a talk? show together okay yeah we uh uh our episode should be out in the uh, end of february <laughs> okay good and um, I'm actually uh, thinking of putting together an actual presentation of the number stuff. So that way I can explain it a lot easier. And I'm not just, uh, this means that and blah, blah, blah. But right. Do it in a way where. Because I'll, I'll be honest yeah. with you. You know, I've seen people do Gematria and you can go on different websites and, and, and plug it in. It still confuses the fuck out of me. You know, yeah. I mean? <laughs> it, it really does. And, and and I was relatively decent with math. You know what I mean? But. Mm -hmm. I, it it's just one of those things that I, I like a presentation like you want to present and eventually put out there. I need to physically see it and break it down. And you know what I mean? Cause that, that's how I learn, you know? And mm -hmm. like, like I said, you know, people can sit there and, Oh, break. Br this means this, and this means that. And it's like, well, how do you get to that point? Like I need to yeah. know how, why, <laughs> well, why are you getting to that? Anyway. Yeah, and, and that's the magic to it. It's it's uh, to to if you're looking at it logically, you're just gonna see numbers. It's the hidden layers. It's it's what it's representing. It's what it's expressing. That's that's the the mystery of it. Because um, for even scientists, whether you believe in space or whatever, blah blah blah, to understand the bigger picture, we had to realize the smallest layers. Right. You know, and that that unravels the whole thing. So uh, with mathematics, everything in the universe, even our dreams are under the effect and law of mathematics. Um, the only thing that isn't is the void space. 
which, uh, you know, that because the void space is it's empty, it's complete emptiness. So there is no effect on mathematics. It's, it is like the seed for the mathematics, I guess you'd say. Would that be what Christians call the abyss? The abyss. The yeah. The, um, mm-hmm. Because uh, like uh, that famous uh, saying, nothing matters. <laughs> ah, dude. And then you, you have know? Metallica coming out with a song back in the day. Nothing else matters. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that popped in my mind, but nothing matters. Yeah. Okay. But um, with the, uh, this number thing, I guess it, uh, oh, sorry. It's a uh, philosophical, it's like kind of like, you know, Pythagorean type thing, kind of adding a philosophical philosophy and, and spiritualism to the mathematics and understanding of it. Um, so, but uh, that breakdown that he showed me, he drew out the numbers from zero to nine mm-hmm. and then he said okay the kingdom of god is within and uh so to, to to do that we have to break down the layers from outside to inside and go within so he goes what, what we're going to do is we're going to add up the numbers from outside to inside so nine plus zero eight plus one etc cetera, etc cetera, until you get to the center and what that does is it comes out to uh five nines or uh yeah uh yeah five nine shit yeah nine nine seven plus two is nine six plus three is nine five plus four is nine so one two three four yeah five nines holy and so god is within right and he says this is the most high and when you think about it that's the max you know the mac uh straight nines that's that's the maximum digit that's you can't that's the highest you know the most high i guess in a spiritual sense and he says okay so we can't go above god it's impossible right and so so at this point all we can do is uh um break down from god so he says now we're going to subtract from outside to inside and if you subtract from outside to inside you get uh nine seven five three one which is the odd numbers uh, going from uh, from highest to lowest, from left to right. And the odd numbers is considered the positive numbers or the male numbers, and it's also considered Adam. So God and then Adam. And then to create Eve, God took one of Adam's ribs to, to make Eve. So Eve comes from God and Adam. So what he did is he subtracted the five nines from nine, seven, five, three, one. And now what you get are the even numbers going from lowest to highest. Uh, and, and, then he, <laughs> and then from there, he says, okay, now we break down all three of these numbers. You know, and even is like the feminine numbers. But yeah, he breaks down all three numbers. And now we have uh, five zeros. So he says, this is the omega. The five nines is the alpha, the five zeros is the omega. And God says, uh, I am the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. So it basically that thing breaks down into like the mathematical expression of God. Holy fuck. (laughs) I've heard this. I've heard you. I've heard you talk about this and it was always why I was at work. I was either driving or just. I'm sitting here writing this down and, and doing it right in front of me. I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, holy <laughs> fuck. 
<laughs> it shows that that order and balance that like things aren't random. There's there's an order to the makeup of the universe. It, it follows yeah. a program, it follows a code. And another thing with the Jamatra to my name, right? I took my name and typed it into the uh, that's Jamatra website that brings you a bunch of different results. And the first result was find God's hidden pattern. Oh shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i was like well shit you know but yeah it's a, with the number stuff you know it's it's i don't really have the, the notes and stuff and and um it's kind of hard for the listeners it'll just sound like a bunch of jumbled mess but uh you know i do eventually uh hopefully soon i guess i'll have to <laughs> put together a little presentation that breaks it out but i don't want to give away all of it because just like what you expressed there the unraveling yourself right uh it's almost like shadow discovery work. yeah yeah and it's like one of those kind of things once you once you see it and you see what it's expressing you understand damn so uh the whole uh there's no such thing as coincidences and or i mean or, or that everything is just coincidence and blah 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 synchronicity don't mean shit that's that's you know it's showing right there nope <laughs> no they do and yeah and um with the number stuff uh yeah for the audience or anyone wants to dig in further you will pull more out of it that you'll be like holy shit <laughs> oh man you know so but uh yeah so with with the, that whole thing just kind of was like what you know what are they hiding what what's really going on in the top level because with the secret societies they say oh it's just a boys club and thing like that but i've heard um i think uh that guy you had on your show uh brian i think mm. all right um I'm trying to think he was into the uh he was a uh uh germanic norse he was into the odin and stuff are you talking uh the tavern or the tavern oh okay benjamin benjamin balders benjamin balderson yeah <laughs> that, that was so wrong but uh yeah um i forgot i was going but uh, <laughs> it's okay it'll come back <laughs> um he was uh making a good point about that but. was he was he breaking down the alchemy and the because we talked to, he was breaking down a lot um because we touched on the box saga and he, like like his interpretation of it and then like cosmic egg theory and you know, and with practicing alchemy, you know, things are very related to, to math and, and, you know, geometry and, and a whole bunch of stuff at the end of the day. I don't, I don't know yeah. if any of that jarred your, jarred your mind, but <laughs> <laughs> I re, it, it, it was a later, later topic at the tavern that night, but yeah, it was still, it was still good because Balderson, man, he, 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 I respect that dude. Cause he, he lives it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. He he really does. And you know, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) I didn't get the most sleep last night. Um, So that's weird because I didn't either. And the, the whole day today, I, I, I kept on telling my one buddy at work. I'm like, dude, I just cannot wake the fuck up. Like I kept yawning and yawning. And I'm like, I, I kind of got sleep, but I kept on, I, I woke up like, okay. I usually wake up when my wife's alarm goes off, you know, it, and what have you. And I might wake up a couple more times after that, you know, that, that whole, did my alarm go off type thing or whatever. 
but it, it was just a, a weird night's sleep and like the whole day, like just constantly, it, like physically, I wasn't tired. It was just mentally like, I, it, I, I don't know. It's weird. And you're like, I, I didn't get the much, that much sleep last night and you're drawing a mental fog and I don't know. It's coincidence. Yeah. You know, I know I heard your uh, episode with Nico and everything. That was pretty good. Oh, thank you. And uh, definitely a lot of the stuff y'all were talking about was definitely ringing to me. I definitely feel like, uh, you know, us linking up where we're like, uh, we're, you're fine. We're finding like-minded individuals to kind of bounce this. Uh, yeah. Finding. This, <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> At the uh, end of the day, I mean, <laughs> I mean, call it what you want, but yeah, I mean, you know, just, you know, and, and touching on, on, on that, uh, that episode, I haven't released it on my end yet. Um, I wanted to let, you know, obviously it was Nico's show and, and what have you, but, um, it just, it, when, when, when you start connecting the dots on, okay, y- you experience things your whole life and, and, and you're, you're going down a path and, and you don't know why. And then one day someone says, Hey, this is what it all means. And, and this is the gift you've been given, figure it out from here. And people and, and, and other resources will be put in your path to help you figure it out as you go. It's fucking mind blowing. But at the end of the day, like I said, in the beginning, you know, it's like those chains have been released and you're not a prisoner of your mind anymore. It's like, oh man, that explains a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like uh, breaking those uh, that addiction because at the end of the day, the what the mainstream media and the narrative and all that kind of stuff is, it's like that narcissistic, abusive boyfriend that you just can't mm-hmm. get rid of, yeah, <laughs> or, or partner or whatever. You exactly. Know? It's like uh, no matter how hard you try, you just they're always there. They're always a thorn in your side. And then mm-hmm. the day you finally can, it, dude, it, it, I don't know. They, it's I, like I don't know. me with um with cigarettes like uh you know i was a long time smoker since i was a kid and everything like that and um i you know i've quit twice but i you know quit again but with quitting it's like i initially i'm like i can never see myself not having a cigarette after i eat or not having a cigarette before i go to bed it just seems like a part of who i am until it's not and then i'm like well fuck i guess it really wasn't as important as i thought it was (laughs) <laughs> oh, hey, you know, it, last April Fool's Day of 2021, I, I I took my 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 son over. He wanted to look at a car. He ended up, ended up buying it. And on our way back, I said, "I'm going to stop in and get a robot dick." And he goes, "What?" I said, "Yeah, I'm going to get a douche flute." He goes, "No, you're not." And you know, it was April Fool's Day. No, I pulled in. I got a I got my first vape, and I haven't touched a cigarette since. And you know, I spend like twenty six dollars a month on you know obviously the initial purchase is you know depending on what you get it's gonna be a little high but you know i i was like you but dude i could never see myself drinking a beer not having a cigarette drinking a cup of coffee not having a cigarette you know especially after eating you always wanted that cigarette and oh yeah (laughs) now like my wife is blown away she's like i cannot believe because i was like two two and a half pack a day smoker and she's like you just (laughs) dropped them and went to vaping and i'm like yeah i did and i'm glad i did and hopefully i can eventually start cutting down you know i'm finally down to six milligrams i started when i first started i was like 35 you know uh, on salt nick and what have you but it's it's weird what 
you put your mind to and then look back and be like, huh, I guess, it, like you said, I guess I really didn't need it after all. You know what I mean? Because here I am <laughs> eating a, di- you know, a meal and don't care if I have a cigarette or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I've slipped up uh, and it'll cross my mind. Like, you know, all everyone around me smoking and stuff. I'm like, you know, across my mind, but then I'll be like, oh, fuck, no, I don't want to go through all that bullshit again. No. <laughs> so, and this, it's this that, past summer, yeah. I even, because um, there for a little while, I was, uh, I was smoking cigars, you know, because you don't inhale a cigar. Um, you just take it in your mouth and, you know, that's how the nicotine's absorbed. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to use that route to, to quit smoking. Well, this past summer, we went up to, uh, a fam, a good family friend's cabin. And, uh, my uncle had, you know, I probably a black and mild or, or swisher sweet or something. I was like, yeah, let me try it. You know, and it'd been a couple months. I took that smoke into my mouth and it tasted like shit, like utter shit. I was like, well, I know I'm not going back to cigarettes because this, this tastes like fucking ass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Especially as you're, uh, growing spiritually, um, yeah your body will reject those things even more because mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, now it's attacking you at your cellular level, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, back but, to your story. <laughs> Enough of cigarettes. and, and, and <laughs> Oh, um, but yeah, that was uh, pretty much it. That was uh, the whole, you know, thing you would kind of ends with the secrets. And then from now I'm just uh, sharing information slowly, figuring out more things myself and uh um and i'm hoping uh you know by coming out and sharing my story i'm giving others confidence to share theirs like you know fuck don't don't worry about what what other people think be be real to yourself because at the end of the day that's that's what really matters are you true to yourself (laughs) i never thought i would be sharing my fear of et to the world you know, what yeah. I mean? like my close family knew, like my wife and my kids knew that I, I fucking hated, it. And, you know, and, and it was like, you know what, fuck it. You know, okay, I'm a bigger guy, but you know what, at the end of the day, I still have my fucking fears of a little three foot fucking alien that can raise his fucking head and, you know, and do do his fucking thing. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. like I talked with Nico it, and I, I have no memory of ever being abducted or, or an alien encounter. Could that be something that's that's locked in my mind that I I have this fear for a reason? You know what I mean? I don't know. You know what I mean? It, yeah, and they also um, from according to uh, a book by a uh, Arthur C. Clarke, who is a famous you know mm-hmm. Freemason guy, famous sci-fi fiction writer. In his book, uh, Childhood's End, it says that that's why um, the aliens aren't really interacting with us because maybe we had a bad uh interaction with them back in ancient times and it's genetically encoded in us to fear fear that like kind of like how some animals or certain things they just know oh stay away from that thing it's like in your genetic makeup they said it's in our genetic makeup to fear um extraterrestrial species because of uh something going sour in the past like a revolt you know they attacked us and and you know and that makes sense because I forget where I recently heard it. I might've shared it on the tavern as well. Um, but you show images to, and they did a study, they put chickens and they would show these images above their heads of like, I don't know, like a tree or an acorn, da, 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 whatever. And then the moment they, they showed a predatory bird, 
they freaked the fuck out. Like it was in their genetic code to know, even though they've never seen one, they were raised in captivity their whole fucking life. And then all of a sudden they see a predatory bird, like an owl or a hawk or, you know, an eagle, whatever. And they're like, fuck, I need, got to go hide, you know? <laughs> and it's like, same thing here. Uh, is it something like you said in our past that's genetically passed down that we have to have that we have this fear of something yeah and and um i you know i feel like that's why they're really going after the kids the deep state and all that is because they're trying to get that genetic coding in at an earlier age it makes uh, sense. to pass that pass that stuff you know further in because uh with our parents they had to get our you know through the radio and you know all this yeah. advertising and stuff and then then us it's more of a technological thing and and now the the younger generation it's just being plastered from the second they wake up <laughs> yeah know? i mean imagine so being a kid now having to wear a mask and then you know growing up and then always having that second doubt do you think i should maybe i should be wearing a mask even even though yeah. they, they could mm -hmm. release with all mandates and what have you um, I just recently saw a, a picture of Stacey Abrams sitting in front of a class. She had no mask on, but every fucking kid in there had a mask on. It's like, oh, rules for thee, but not for me. And, you know, you're, you're, you're basically abusing children by putting a mask on because, yeah, yeah anyway. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> making it topic. work. Yeah, that's a that's, rabbit hole in a, in a That's rant. a great, great point, though, is... Um... It, these kids are going to grow up and taking off a mask is going to make them feel naked. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, as in, a, you know, growing up, you take off that mask. It feels like if you're taking off your pants in public or something, right. <laughs> you know, or, or like, you know, you know, a, a girl going out in, in public with no bra and, and shirt on, you know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. unheard of. You know, but you pull off that mask. It's it, it basically the same mental concept. So it's, uh, it's beating, it's beating them at the mental game. That's really mm -hmm. where it's at. It's a, you know, it's a battle of principalities, you know, <laughs> you know, it's an inner battle coming out. Uh, my kids were older. Now they're, my daughter's in college and my, my son, you know, he's, he's, he's moved, they, they both have moved out, but you know, he, he's on his own career path. Um, he was more on, on my level of mindset with masks, um, to an extent. Uh, but I always told them Dude, don't wear a fucking mask and they're like but we have to who says it's a mandate but it's not law and and it took a while to get my wife to think that way because we'd go to the store she'd she'd mask up and i'd be walking around i'm like no i'm not i'm not scared of a fucking flu virus i'm sorry you know there's, there's so much natural remedies out there that can a prevent or b cure what what's going around like come on yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I came from the manual labor side of uh, the workforce, <laughs> eating with dirty hands, is just a part of the job. I want no exactly. sink around. I can go wash my hands. <laughs> are you going to eat or are you not going to? <laughs> I remember being a young airman and, and having grease and, and who, who knows what else from loading bombs or working on the gun system or, or whatever on my hands. Oh, yeah, I'll take a sandwich. You know, <laughs> I'm not washing my hands. Fucking blah, 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 blah. You know, you, you, you just fucking chow down, taste it later, you know, and, you know, the, about the only time throughout the day I, I wash my hands is when I go to the bathroom, especially mm -hmm. if I take a shit. Other than that, 
if I'm working and doing stuff and, and touching and handling material and I don't care, I'm going to reach into a bag of chips and eat a handful of chips. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's why, uh, they're creating the whole, uh, beta male, uh, weak, weak link stuff because that that's at the mind. Their, mm -hmm. their mind is, is weak. So they're going to be more infected by the germs, mm -hmm. stuff like that around them. And it's, it's, I've uh, always lived by a, by a, I, I don't know if it's a theory or a philosophy, but you know, if, if you tell yourself you're not going to get sick, you're not going to get sick. Yeah. You know, and, and it's worked pretty fucking well my whole life. You know what I mean? Even if I feel something coming on or whatever, I'd be like, no, you're not getting sick, dude. You're not getting sick. And I, and I, and I wouldn't like my, my daughter can probably count a couple times. If that, uh, me actually coming down with like, flu-like symptoms and, and being put down hard, but usually no, I even I, I'd, I'd catch a little sniffle or whatever and I'm just pound through it. And, you know, next thing you know, it's gone in a, in a couple of days. Yeah. It's a mental but game I was like injected a... with a lot of shit going through basic training and, and yeah. everything else being <laughs> in the military. So who knows? Like, um, uh, sometimes when you're feeling down, oh, I'm, I'm sick, I'm tired, like, I don't feel like doing anything. And then something that you really are into exciting pops up and you're like, well, I got the energy for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. What your priorities are. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I felt tired all day. And then I sit down behind the mic and, and I'm talking to you and I'm like wide awake. I'm like, Hey, yeah, I don't, let's go for fucking hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but well, well, do yeah, you wanna... I guess, uh. Yeah, I was uh, gonna. I actually had my coffee skin cold. <laughs> oh, I, hate, uh, I hate cold coffee. So I, I'm right uh, there with you. But anyway, um, thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing. Um, you know, you always have an open invitation to the tavern, and love when you come in and 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 drop your your bombs when you do. And and uh, I know sometimes it can can be a little hectic getting a a word in. I, I, I kind of <laughs> sit back and you know just let everybody else talk, and every now inter, interject with a by the time I usually interject, I'm pretty, pretty on the buzz side. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, plug, plug your, uh, your podcast again. And I would actually love to, um, have all three of you on the tavern. Um, oh, hell yeah. if, if, if you're, if your your friends are up for it, you know, um, they're more than welcome to come on, not just, j just you, but, and, and, and that's kind of the purpose of the tavern. You know, I get other voices out there. You know, yeah, it, it it's drunk, high, sober talk, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, it's it's getting my audience, and you know, people help me, you know, with a hand up. So that that's kind of my way of you know helping back. Like, hey, you know, follow these guys, listen to these guys. You know, you know, they got yeah. some good information to, to to offer up. And uh, yeah, like I said, plug plug your show again and uh your your other actually plug plug it if they have social media you know plug them so people can go follow them and and, and what have you you know because i i did follow the you know your one friend um oh, which yeah. i only <laughs> thought it, thought it was you and him and then you're, you're <laughs> like no it's two now and i'm like oh shit that's awesome but you know plug them plug your show and again thank you for for coming on i know you and i've had some great chats in the tavern and and we'll continue to to have many great chats from from here on 
Yeah, man, I appreciate you uh, coming on. Let me uh, share my story and invite me onto the tavern. You know, it's probably the funnest time I have uh, doing the whole podcast thing is going on nice. the tavern, just shooting the shit and just sitting like just sitting back and listening to, you know, other really cool people, you know, talk to. Um, uh, it's great time, you know, it's a great, uh, you know, and just hang out. You know, I, I suggest everyone, uh, you know, hang out, you know, to yeah. <laughs> experience the tavern life. But um, yeah, I'm a Ron Weed, a Berserk Space Cowboy on Instagram and um, Imaginarium of Thought uh, as well is uh, my podcast. And um, there you should be able to find uh, the other co-host. And I'm trying I'm trying to get them into the more social media stuff. But they're 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 only kind of doing it just for the show. They're they're more introvert type people. You know, they can talk and stuff, but they're uh you know they're they're just in it for the fun of right. starting a little talk show and <laughs> getting info out you know hey that's how i was man i had to learn instagram quick yeah because <laughs> i was I, on my personal page i had maybe i don't know five posts since it you know came out and and i was on instagram before it was bought out by facebook and it was like oh fuck this is nothing like facebook this is nothing like telegram or twitter why can't I just post a post? It, 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 uh, it, but anyway, I'm, I'm getting there. You know what I mean? But I, I understand where, where they're coming from. It's like, you know, Hey, I just want to come on, spit some information out there. And I can, I can give two shits. If, if people are following me on, on, on IG or any other. <laughs> or liking shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and so at the end of the day, it's walking the walk, not talking the talk. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah you man, guys uh, go give uh go give Ron and and the Imaginarium of Thought uh a follow and listen to the content that's gonna be coming out. And yeah, again, thank you. Uh I love listening to your story every time. It it never gets old. It more stuff comes out, you know what I mean? And the more you tell it, uh e- even when I tell, you know, about my my shit, um, you know, I remember different things, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and and it, it's a beautiful community that I think we're in and I, I'm glad you're a part of it and you know, welcome, well, well, welcome to the boys club. <laughs> <laughs> glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, thank you again. And, uh, thank everybody for, um, a listen. Are you on Apple iTunes? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think go so. over and give him and me a five-star review. If you want, uh, like Ryan says, talk shit. Don't care. Uh, just give a five-star review, you know, help, help yeah. us grow and get our voices out there. So uh, again, Ron, thank you. And on that note, signing off. All my friends are heathen, take it slow. Wait for them to ask you who you know. Please obey any sudden moves. You don't know the
at the door doesn't mean our brains will change from hand grenades You're loving on the psychopath sitting next to you You're loving on the murderer You'll think how to get here sitting next to you Sitting next to you All my friends are heathens, take it slow Wait for them to ask you who you know Please obey Take it slow